Hello, my friends again, and thank you for joining us today on The Daily Dig, where each day we dig into God's Word, searching for truth that will encourage us to deepen our faith. We are living in trying times, and we must strive each day to draw our strength from God's Word. Come along with Jacob Smith as we dig into God's Word together. And welcome to another episode of The Daily Dig. I'm so glad that you've joined us. We are excited to continue our study in Luke chapter number three. We were introduced to a new ministry by a new individual that we had mentioned just a few chapters ago, primarily through his announcement and his birth. And now we found John the Baptist coming out of the wilderness, getting a word from God and beginning to preach. He begins to proclaim this truth that they need to be baptized and it says this in, in Luke chapter number three, he says he was preaching the baptism of repentance for the remission of sins. Now, one of the things that I failed to mention was what repentance exactly is. And repentance is the idea of turning from something 180 degrees, the exact opposite direction from wherever they were headed. And so Acts chapter 20 really reveals to us that repentance is turning from our own way, and then we are turning in faith to Jesus Christ. Now we find him with a giant line of people. People are looking at him, and they're getting in line to be baptized, and they're believing that if they get baptized, this will solve the problem. But baptism is not a means of salvation. Baptism is a, a, a product or a result of what's already taken place in the heart. Baptism is a revealer uh, of what happened on the inside of someone. And now he's got this giant line of people. He calls them a generation of vipers. He's saying basically, who told you to get baptized? Who told you to do this? Who told you that judgment was coming? And he says, you need to bring forth fruits worthy of repentance. Your Outside life needs to reveal what already happened on the inside. Don't rest on this baptism. Don't rest on your, your gender. Don't rest on your nationality. Don't rest on your tongue or your nation or tribe. Don't rest on anything, but rest on Jesus Christ. And that's kind of what he's pointing to. He's saying that you, you, you talk about the fact that Abraham is your father. Don't rest on that nationality. I, I pointed out those other points of practical application because of where we sit in our nation today. And now we find in verse number 10, there's a vital question that was asked. The people that are standing there ready to be baptized, he says that there's an ax laid to the roots and seeing who, who doesn't bring forth good fruit. And he hewns them down, he throws them into the fire, picturing the coming judgment. Verse number 10, it says this in Luke chapter 3, and the people asked him, saying, what shall we do then? That's a good question. That's a good place to start. Verse number 11, it says, he answers and says unto them, and before we get there, this is a great place to be. People were standing before him. They, they thought they understood. They were ready to get baptized. And he tells them, he says, you need to bring forth fruits worthy of repentance. So this is their follow-up question to that statement. This is their follow-up question to the, the impending judgment that was coming. 
what shall we do? He answers and says unto them, He that hath two coats, let him impart to him that hath none. He that hath meat, let him do likewise. Then came also publicans to be baptized. Publicans were tax collectors. And he said unto them, Master, what shall we do? And he said unto them, Exact no more than that which is appointed unto you. And the soldiers likewise demanded of him, saying, And what shall we do? And he said unto them, Do violence to no man, neither accuse any falsely, and be content with your wages. And as the people were in expectation, and all men mused in their hearts of John, whether he were the Christ or not, it's almost like he had confounded the people there. He's begun to talk to the people. They ask him this key question, what shall we do? Another group of people come to him, what shall we do? John, what is it that you're trying to teach us? What is it you're trying to point out to us? And this is what he says. He says, your behaviors should reveal your beliefs. He tells them, if you truly believe, this is what a repentant life looks like. If you truly are repentant, if you truly are uh, looking to be forgiven, if you truly are sorry, if we could use that term, your behaviors should be indicative of what you truly do believe in your heart. So this is what he tells them. He gives them some practical application. For those of you who have two coats, for those of you who have been blessed above measure, you have more than one set of clothes or you've been given more clothes than what you truly need. Now, our country is very blessed. For those that are listening around the world, we have listeners all around the world. And there are people that have been truly blessed with, with, let's just say, the goods of this world. Cars, houses, clothes, food. John here is teaching these people. He says, if you've been blessed with the means of extra clothes, give some to people who have none. Isn't that a, a great practical application that John is showing? He says, you're truly repentant? Be generous. Be sharing. You know, one of the things that I observe with my children are is that they don't come out of the womb and ready to share. They want it about me. I'm reminded of an old Patch the Pirate song. It's about me. And, and the selfishness that, that is so pervasive in our society we need to, we need to, as believers, we need to be ones that are willing to share. And this is exactly what, what John is teaching here. Now, if you, you point this out, now what's the next thing he says? Let him impart to him that hath none, and he that hath meat. So if you have extra food, let him give to the, them that, have, that don't have, that don't have no food. We, we take our eyes off ourselves. It is so easy when we hurt and we were going through trials, my friends, that we become so self-centered and we, we are, we're always consumed about ourselves. But one of the fruits or one of the indicators of a repentant life, one of the indicators of a believer is that we're generous. We're willing to share. And when a person truly is repentant, John is saying that they will have a charitable spirit. They will have a, a generous, sharing spirit. 
Then it says a different group of people come to him, publicans or tax collectors. They came and they were ready to be baptized. And he said unto them, he says, exact no more. They ask him what to do. And he says, don't take extra taxes. Don't take more than what you're supposed to. This is a key reminder. And, and we, we probably know the story of Zacchaeus as a child. We, we probably heard it. We probably sang the song about Zacchaeus. But that's one of the things that Zacchaeus had to do. He had to go back and he had to, uh, one of the fruits in his life was is that the people that he stole from, he repaid. We need as believers, and, and what John is teaching here is as tax collectors, they needed to be honest. As believers, we should be honest. And there is a, a time in my life when I worked for the Department of Navy. And one of the things that we did was is that we signed in uh, to our computers and we basically clocked in. And one of the things that happened before I got hired there, that during the training period that they were they were teaching us how to clock in, how to do all our things, one of the things that they said was is that there was a group of people that were not coming to work and people were clocking in for them. So they were getting paid for work that they didn't do because they were not there. And so they wanted to make sure they trained us that we were honest in our dealings with how much how many hours we worked. My friend, are you being honest in your dealings? And that would be a key indicator that you're a believer, that you're honest in everything you say and do. This was the, the, the teaching point for John as he was teaching the, the publicans. And then it says the soldiers came to him and he said, they, they asked the same question, what shall we do? And he said unto them, do violence to no man, neither accuse falsely. So what he, he's saying is, is that don't choose violence. Make sure your heart is content. At the very end of uh, verse number 14, he says, be content with your wages. Boy, that seems like that's a, a constant teaching point for us. Be content in whatsoever you do. You know, we, we need to look around us and we need to understand that for much of us, for most of us rather, we are very blessed. We have more than what we need. And there's a difference between a need and a want. But this is what John is saying. He's saying you need to choose to make sure that you're not violent. And this was probably a, a, an easy place to get out some frustration as a soldier and be violent towards somebody. You know, you know be, be, be angry and mean. And then he says, don't, don't accuse someone falsely and be content. A repentant heart is going to, to turn away from the behaviors. Now, this is where we're going to close. Paul gives a, a key indicator uh, different than Luke. He says, as a believer, we should put off the works of darkness and we should put on the Lord Jesus Christ. A, a thief shouldn't steal. You know, that the, anything that we, we are, are identifying as the old man or the unsaved man, John is teaching the very same principle that our behaviors reveal our beliefs. And so we need to, to understand that a repentant heart puts off those old things and puts on the Lord Jesus Christ. And this confounded them. It says the people 
that, that received this message, verse number 15, and as the people were in expectation, and all men mused in their heart, meaning they were thinking about what John was saying and saying, this is really profound, that we, we are not just a, a group of people steeped in tradition, that we just have to do this sacrifice and, 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 and wear these types of clothes and have this prayer at this time of day. What John, John was teaching is, is that this isn't a do type of religion. This is a done type of religion. And Jesus was the one who was getting ready to come, who would perform that action. And that action was that he would die on the cross. That's the action. He would be put in that tomb and that he would come out of that tomb up from the grave. And he would, he would defeat sin and defeat death for us. What a powerful, powerful illustration. My friend, would you consider that today? Where could you display your repentant heart? Have you been forgiven? Have you been saved? We'll put off the works of darkness. What shall we do? We shall put off the old man and put on the Lord Jesus Christ. May you have a wonderful day. God bless, and we look forward to the next time on The Daily Dig. I hope you were encouraged by the word of God today and challenged to dig deeper on your walk with the Lord. It is my prayer that you find strength each day digging deeper into God's word. If you're looking for more resources, you can find them on thedailydig.org. Thank you for joining us, and we look forward to the next time on The Daily Dig.